But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, and you are tuning in to Vondra's View. What's up, beautiful people? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Um, I first want to um, give a, a quick thanks and just tell you all that we are halfway through the year. We are halfway through 2022. And I just want to thank all of my listeners and readers um, for, you know, sticking with it this year and seeing how far that we've come on bondersview.com. Thank you for participating in any of the polls, any of the the reviews, comments, or anything like that. Thank you for subscribing. I really appreciate all of the help and the love. It's been amazing, and we are halfway there. So um, still more content to come, still more features to come, still more growing to do, and I'm just, I'm glad and I'm thankful for this platform to share some amazing information with everybody. So I just wanted to give a quick thanks on that. And um, yeah, so I read this book called Red Lip Theology by Candace Bimbo. Ms. Bimbo touches on some deep topics for Black women in the faith and from a theological aspect. She talks about the experience with losing her mother and also the struggles of finishing school in a theological program that excuted racism and showed no remorse for her grieving her mom. The chapter that was vulnerable and was necessary um, that Bimbo really needed to have with her audience, um, I definitely appreciated this chapter, is The Amazing Grace for Side Chicks. And I'm not going to (laughs) lie, the chapter title caught me off guard and I was like, yo, like, this is about to be good. So Candace talks about a flourishing friendship she had with the pastor. At first, it was just um, a platonic relationship between her and this particular leader, of course, because he's he's married. Their friendship turned into something more, as Candace explained, that they would have long conversations and they couldn't stop seeing each other and talking just about every day. Candace goes into detail about how she started falling in love with a married man, of course, who's a pastor and he has kids. She eventually tells her mother, who was alive at the time, Her mother explained to her that the relationship wouldn't flourish the way Candace thought it would. You can't get happiness bringing misery to others, her mother told her. Eventually, the giddiness subsided because Bimbo started to see a lot of red flags from the relationship with this particular man. Candace explained she wasn't the only one that the pastor was seeing, and every time she wanted to go to public uh, spaces and places with him, She couldn't due to the fact that he was married. Eventually, Candace finds out that this man was not only lying to her, but he was using her. And on top of all of this, he divorced his previous wife and married someone totally different from the women that he was talking to all the while. After completing this chapter, I began to feel bad for single Black women all over again. We always seem to get the shorter end of the stick when it comes to dating, and it is proven that we don't have many options, but the few quote 
quote, free men, black men that we have left have way too many options and a lot of black women end up receiving some true hurt they don't deserve. I can see how something like this happened. I don't necessarily blame Candace for falling for a married man. So many odds are set against us already. But being on the receiving end as a married woman, I'm still not sure how I would react just yet. When it comes to a spouse committing adultery, married women tend to blame the woman the husband was having an affair with, the side chick. But there are two sides to a story. And a lot of times, men tell women what they believe we want to hear. This man could have been telling and doing all sorts of things for a woman to fall completely for him, only to later treat her less than an image bearer of God. Candace gives her readers scriptural support by sharing John chapter 8, verses 2 through 11. And if you don't know what it says, it reads, At dawn, he appeared again in the temple courts, where all the people gathered around him, and he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this man, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. And the law of Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Now go and leave your life of sin. So when I read this particular text, um, I first want to say, you know, God is God is amazing. And in Jesus, when, what we see uh, about Jesus in scripture is that he never went without um, regarding women. He always regarded women in some way. Um, it, it's never uh, this like patriarchal type thing with Jesus. He made sure that he uh, regarded women in some way and had conversations with them. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And then in this particular uh, scripture, I think what we need to really see is that he gave instruction for her to go and sin no more. But then also he told uh, the people who were accusing her and coming to Jesus, hey, if you're without sin, then you cast the first stone, you know? Um, so I, I think that that was very powerful. And then also for Candace to use it in this pr- particular uh, chapter about amazing grace for side chicks, you know, God's grace is sufficient enough for all of us. And it took courage for Candace Bimbo to share her story. And I believe it will pull other women out of the fire and help them heal and continue to seek God first. So uh, I really appreciated this book. It was real. It was raw. Um, I definitely would suggest reading it. It is called Red Lip Theology by Candace Marie Bimbo. Um, 
it's real and, and I liked it. I love the cover of the book. It's just everything about it was was good. And um yeah, definitely check out your local library for it or you can purchase it from Barnes and Noble. And yeah, that's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all have a great week. Bye. If you are new to Vondra's View, make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Share this content with friends and family.